Hello and welcome to the Tech Lunch Podcast, where we encourage our listeners to learn something new about tech every week. This can range from learning about new and exciting applications to the advancements in coding and technology. If you are always learning, you will always be a step above the rest. Take the time during lunch or during a break to listen and learn, kind of like a lunch and learn, but for the years. This podcast will open the listeners' ears to new and exciting technologies they may have not been purviewed to in the past. These topics will range from manufacturing technologies to data collection technologies and everything in between. Hello, I'm Nick. Hello, I'm Ed. Hey, I'm John. Now, you know, you hear that, that, that friendly voice again, you know, Ed finally, you know, reemerged yeah, from back. the darkness. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's what happens when you got to move a million and one boxes and for some trees you come yeah. back with a million and two. Yeah, he was yeah. around. He was around. Yeah. Glad <laughs> so, to be back. Yeah. And like you said earlier, anybody who's ever relocated, uh, you know, residences, you understand that you don't realize you bought that much crap when you first did. And <laughs> well, now I got to figure out where to put it all. <laughs> and you'll live in that same house for the next decade and well, never unpack it. Yeah. You still have, I bet you still have stuff in your other house in Alabama that's still in the boxes, don't it? When no. you guys moved in. No, I think we pretty much like cleaned out most of it. Huh. I know. I know I've been in this house for six years. That's still stuff in the boxes. Yeah. I tell I you, I put the stuff in my mom's attic. I can tell you those boxes haven't moved. She, yeah. she gets me to put stuff in the attic when I go home. Yeah, it's none of that's moved. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, one thing I, I am realizing, you know, um, sometimes some of the things that you hold on to, if you if they're not actually being uh, put to use, then it's probably best to, you know, give them on to the next person or, you know, see if yeah. you can't make some... Uh, benefits for you know your community some kind of way so because you don't get to keep it yep as much as that pharaohs would like you to believe you don't keep it <laughs> but you know um you know we, we're definitely uh gonna we you know we heard us last week we ended our um uh, our series on the ergonomics you know on um uh you know the the advancements in ergonomics and you know, we'll ask Ed this question real quick. When you start, when you start talking about ergonomics, especially from the from the technology side of the house, you know, what are you thinking? Well, I mean, uh, I guess the biggest things that I think of with ergonomics is now that we have the software tools to uh, simulate a lot of the uh, environments that uh, we're going to be using these ergonomics. So, for example, if I'm a uh, in a factory floor or say even if I have a uh, airport that has seating you know these are some of the things that you can simulate and um, even use uh, CAD from mm-hmm. human anatomy and, uh, and take the CAD from the actual uh, chair or whatever you're using in the line say for example you have uh, some carts or something that you have parts on. So you can actually take these and simulate, and then that can actually tell you, hey, this is more efficient or not efficient. Mm-hmm. And you you see that we don't do things that we did 50 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, far as lifting without some type of support. So right. I think that's probably the biggest benefit with technology. Yeah, makes from, sense. From my point of view. And I, I agree with that. And, mm-hmm. you know, this week we're going to kick off a new little series probably be another two episodes or so on conag if it, or in the technology that goes into conag nowadays if you don't know what conag is a construction agriculture you know we just had the conag show 
um, I think it was three weeks ago out in Las Vegas. Um, it's the biggest, you know, uh, construction agricultural show in the entire United States. However, we did not make it to that show this year. I'm hoping to go next year um, because it's kind of interesting. And, you know, this is going to open up a topic is the advancements in technology have bred into the construction agriculture realm. Now, we probably won't get into right to, re right to repair in this particular episode. I don't know. We might. Um, when you start looking into, you know, John Deere's past and current present problems. But, you know, you got some of these people out there that are using technology to boost the uh, construction agriculture realm. I think, if you know, correct me if I'm wrong. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe y'all might not feel the same way. Mm. You know, I'm from, you know, a small town where, you know, construction agriculture is big. I think that, if you think about it, I think Con Ag is our next technological boom. Mm. And it's coming, and it's coming quick. Yeah, I, I mean... It's it's very much so a capacity issue. I grew mm -hmm. up I grew up also in a small town, but you know, we were very close to, you know, Fayetteville, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. So it was really we got to, we got to see what the like very a populated area would look like, but I was from like we just cornfields were everywhere. Yeah. The whole the whole county was cornfields. But you you think about that is we had one of the largest area counties. However, we had one of the lowest populations. So, that's, I mean, as, as carrying capacity is getting reached, you know, as more people are getting made, you know, born, we need more food. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, we, we need more food. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's hard to get around, and without improving our efficiency, we're only adding to the, the number of people that are here. Mm -hmm. So, we're only adding to the amount that we need to make to hit quota or to, you know, I know not everyone's getting fed, but that's a different, you know, battle. Yeah. But, like, well, we the more people you have, the more food you need to make, but also the more land that they're going to take up, which means you have less land in order to make the food. So, for me, the the mix between, you know, construction and agriculture, uh, making this, this, this beast that is con ag, like, it, it pushes with, you know, IIoT and all those things on the industrial level, pushes the boundary and the capacity that we can make. So I think, like, first thing I'm thinking of when I think Con Ag, what, what exemplifies it is building vertically, like build a vertical farm. Mm -hmm. um, I was um, actually curious about this because we talked about this before, uh, and, and, and I checked out a, a couple videos and did a little bit of research, and I found out that there is a, there is a few examples um, of, like, a solar farm mm -hmm. that also has like some type of, they call it quote-unquote shade uh, tolerant plants. Okay. So plants that don't need full direct sunlight, or if they're in direct sunlight, they kind of sunburn, you know, kind of like you know, us, I guess. Yeah. Not, I don't want to point any fingers. No. <laughs> but, but, but no, they, 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 hold, they, yeah, they hold the water, and with the shade that the solar panels are creating above them, there's condena condensation that gets created, which waters the plants, so it's it's kind of a a, a, a beautiful like, like a fusion. It, what's that? Like a self looking lollipop. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's it's like it's you know we we've never gotten to like the what the self propelling or the self um, uh, 
propelled motion, propelled motion, so or, right. or the constant motion. But it's like close. this is something that's like it's get it's getting energy from the sun. Mm-hmm. The energy is you know it, the the plants are growing underneath it, and they don't need full sunlight, but they're getting majority of it. It's making the oxygen for the humans to be able to live, or it's making some type of plant. The example in in uh, or the example that I was like researching that I looked at was they were making raspberries underneath it. Hmm. It's pretty cool. They just had satellite or not satellite solar panels at like angles opposite to each other above it, to where sunlight can still get in from the top a little bit, mm. but it would be absorbed if it was from you know either angle. So it's like a reverse hydroponic system, yeah, pretty much where the fish well use the bathroom and fertilize the plants, yeah. and then you know at the end of the day, and then the day humans eat the fish. Yeah, um, it's a circle of life. Don't drink the water. Yeah. Don't drink so, the water. Don't drink the water. Be fine. <laughs> So I guess I, I look for, at it from a, a different slant or a different uh, point of view because I think the when we talk about it, it takes more uh, land or it takes more space. I think uh, when we start talking about using technology with agriculture or uh, when we start talking about con ag, then you have to think about if I start to use technology in an aspect to say, hey, I have been tracking data points for the last five years and this particular area here yields better this or yields better that or it tells me to swap this or you grow certain crops together. Um, You know, um, the Indians knew that if you grew corn, uh, okra, and uh, tomatoes together, they did particularly well. Mm -hmm. So I think some of it it is just that uh, we use, we don't use good practice or best well, I'll say best practice. Yeah, growing uh, outside of the... But you can use technology to yeah. confirm that these things happen. Uh, some of the other things that you can do is uh, you you have rainwater, so you should maybe look at some technology that can uh, automate, you know, so uh, not necessarily have pumps, so you don't have to have even solar electricity. You mm-hmm. basically make your aqueducts mm-hmm. under, under the ground, and these aqueducts basically overflow a certain way when they overflow that whole flows into another, um, almost like a submarine, a compartment, mm-hmm. and that compartment fills up and fills up and fills mm-hmm. up, and you can use that when you have uh, days that you don't have rain. And that'll be based off of sensors that's looking at moisture mm-hmm. in the soil mm-hmm. to say when and when not to um, encourage this type. And and basically, you don't, the sensors will tell you, so you the human get feedback, but the ground itself will actually regulate the water. No. Because the ground itself is going to be based on the amount of moisture that it um, contains and released back mm-hmm. into the uh, back into the clouds. So, can only absorb it so much. Right. Yeah. So I think if you look at it from that point of view, use the things that we know that work already. Use technology mm-hmm. with that to verify that we mm-hmm. do have these things. Mm-hmm. And then instead of getting high tech, maybe some of these low tech um, mm-hmm. solutions are better, like the solar cells mm-hmm. and so forth. It's like we've said before, you know, make a smarter human. You know, you, you, you can't, you know, you, you can't, like, force somebody to learn it. However, you can assist that individual in doing things. And I'm going to tell you right now, every farmer, every construction manager, company owner I've ever met or been friends with are very proud people. They are not going to accept defeat anytime soon. It's just not in their blood. Um, they're, they're not going to accept the fact that, hey, guess what? You know, I'm gonna, those machines are going to beat me. Believe me, that will never happen. However, the thing that they do kind of, you know, partake is, is learning something new and kind of seeing what's going on. 
for example, you know, and this is, the, 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 I have a love-hate relationship with the drone industry. A very love-hate relationship with the drone industry, by the way, because of this problem. Is, they have, you have drones now that have the ability to do your runoff um, and agricultural surveys for people's farms. Mm. But why are you going to charge them $500 an hour to run this software over your over a damn farm field when you know they may not get a good crop this year? You know, it, it's, you know, make it a little bit more reasonable. I understand if people are charging that because they can, because they're handling commercial-grade farms. You know, you're dealing with, like, what, Idaho potato, you know, and those guys. You know, you we you know those guys can afford that. Some of your lower guys might be hard that time of year. You know, so it's you know maybe we can find a you know better alternative to you know support that process. But you know the thing is that that kind of goes into like if you really want to go deep into that, you start getting your equipment side of the house. The equipment side of the house with Con Ag is absolutely insane. And you know, but I think to get into the equipment, you got to understand the smaller things. You start getting into like aquaponics. You start getting into hydroponics. You start getting into where microcontrollers reign supreme, you know, in, in some of these areas to control what goes on in the field. Yeah. Control your, 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 your agriculture and your water feeding systems. You know, control what is going on, your ebb and flows, if you're using ebb and flow tables. If you're, using, if you're going like, you know, peppers or something done on ebb and flow table. You know, it's turning it on and releasing it, turning it on and releasing it, turning it on and releasing it. And with that, you're feeding that system with a rainwater collection system, and you're just constantly feeding it. So it's a, it's a, it just returns. Plants produce fruit. Mm-hmm. Humans eat fruit. They replant, and the process returns itself all over again. Yeah. And I would even argue, you know, just just back to the drone. I I say that it's that's probably unnecessary to even use a drone to do far as runoff and stuff. I can set up a bank of sensors that basically look at moisture or pH or different things in the ground. I can take those data points over a couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. And over a couple of seasons, those things will tell me everything I need to know because the ground itself is the thing that's telling you. Mm-hmm. The ground itself regulates how the moisture is uh, released and how it's, how, mm-hmm. it's, uh, how it's contained. Pretty much IoT you know, farming. You know, so I, I would mm-hmm. say with a... With, Five hundred dollars worth of sensors, you would never need a drone. Yeah, I, I would say the drone is probably just something somebody, you know, did to say, ah, if I was going to spend any money aerially, I would do uh, satellite imaging. Yeah, I, I would spend my surface on software as a service with some satellite imaging company, and and use that. Yeah. But the other point I would like to make, just follow up on what you said, you know, with the microcontrollers, you can even make the drip irrigation even more efficient. Yeah. So the more efficient we are with how we water or how we irrigate irrigate the, the, the fields, that's that's less money that the person that has this small-scale farm has to spend. Also, it tells them what the yield was for that year. Especially if it's run off of, like, solenoid. So solenoids yeah. are very yeah. precise. And now, to go off your point for the, you know, the, the, the space-based, um, you know, satellite imagery and stuff like that, you can still use a drone for topography. And I think the you know, the big thing is I think that's the, the the heavy hitter, is you know go and you know figure out that they need more people who specialize in to- making topographic maps for farmers, so they can understand where their hills and valleys run. That because the thing is you you know and I'm not saying that you know 
we can't do a lot of things with, with small micro sensors, but I think topography maps will tell you, show you your high points and your low points and show you kind of where your water's going to run to. Mm-hmm. And it also, the thing is, with that's a safety factor because now you're in these big combines. If you end up in one of those, the gullies, you don't even know you have a gully there. You know, you have a chance of putting that thing on its side, on its lid, and now you have a possible injury, you know, bodily harm. You know, it's kind of one of those where you, you kind of take you kind of take the good with the bad. But the thing is, it's you know, some of these companies need to look at their pricing model. If you're going to specialize in like what you said, satellite imagery, topography mapping, and stuff like that aerially, you know, from satellites, and you're doing it for farmers, make a a um a a, a, a pricing tier for them. Well, subscription. And, and right. then, just like I said, this is why I, I and. Just to go back to why I say it's not necessary to have a drone. Yeah. A drone is just a niche thing that people have, like when we didn't have remote controls and you had to turn the TV channels yourself. Yeah. It's a niche thing. I would much prefer to have a rover because people have lawnmowers right now that basically use GPS to go cut the yard. Why not have a rover that has sonar built into it, a LiDAR or whatever you want to use, to do all these things you're talking about on your property and it's your thing it's it's no different than having a Roomba I think I think you should use LiDAR <laughs> and if you're not using LiDAR Farming then that's your fault yeah <laughs> but all I'm saying is is Ed says that he rather walk up to the TV than turn it off with the remote and that should show his age I'm just turn saying. off no, the remote. No, and turn on the remote. <laughs> turn on with your hands. Yeah, you sorry, sorry, the with the hand. No, 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 sorry. We gotta make sure you make, you make the bunny ears. I'm just saying. But but no, yeah. You got a problem? You gotta make bunny ears and all that fun stuff. You gotta make sure. Hey, hey forty-five old. degree angle. Come on now. Hey, look. I'm telling you, all I say is low tech. Low tech works. No, right, yeah. Right, why right, why right, do you think that the jack has not changed that much for a car? Because of physics, not because of the tech. But it's low tech. We don't have a. We didn't put a remote on and say, hey, remotely open it, remotely jack the car up. Well, that's just because we want to make it easier. I mean, we said it before. So low-tech We're lazy works. nerds. We want to make it easier. Yeah. <laughs> low-tech, low no, no. Yeah. I, so I agree. Low-tech, um, low-tech. Low-tech works in, in, in a lot of situations. Just having a sensor to say, hey, not good, or we're fine, or within acceptable range is enough to maintain a healthy system. For a small. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's a small race. Yeah, small. nothing, nothing now, too fully, not like Idaho potato commercial. And, and I was going to say, like, it, the drone becomes more useful, of course, on the larger scale. Right. Yeah. So, so if we're, 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 we're saying they definitely both have their strengths, and you definitely probably save money mm-hmm. on a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. 110% ag- agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's getting to more of the sustainability as well, yeah, and too. I, and I think mm-hmm. the whole thing, we, like we talked about the drone thing, the, the, the sizing. Sod farms. Yeah, you can have them. Yeah, yeah, no, it's the same thing. So, so that was this, this is what I was. Farm. This is what I was gonna get to because, <laughs> like, back back home, there was a lot of um, um, a lot of farmers had like a bike lane, mm-hmm. and they would you know seed, mm-hmm. they throw the like uh, fertilizer, right. and they do it all over the, the whole field, and they do it by plane. So in that sense, do it remotely. Yeah. You, I mean, of course, you could still do it on the ground and have your right. robot go to each spot. Like we looked at the mm-hmm. farm bot that uses like kind of like uh, augmented right. reality or machine learning to to find plants and weeds and and, and plant yeah, things. Weeding, they make weeding robots, but like yeah. I said, those are on a commercial level. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and just to get back to we talked about efficiency. So we're talking efficiency when you're dropping those. Uh, we're seeding a field, or when you're. Um, you know, watering a seal, a field, or dusting a field, whatever it is, whatever you're doing, 
What are you doing with that data? See, that's yeah. the, the issue is there's no one, most places are not utilizing the data. The data is the key to yeah. everything you're talking about, sustainability. Mm -hmm. I should have yeah. data points that back up my assumptions. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, we shouldn't just make leaps and bounds to an ideal without having some data point to yeah. back that up. So when we're using these drones, then that drone should be giving us the data to build the maps that we're yeah. talking about. Mm -hmm. And then from that, we can compare. Oh, you know, last year we did this here and we had more uh, stink bugs over here. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. it, and it wasn't just a squash field. So maybe next year we need to make sure that the squash is not next to yeah. X. So so these things could be done with, with the technology that you're trying to use. You just broaden mm -hmm. the umbrella of how you're using that technology yeah we we talked about rapid prototyping like a while like a long time ago and and to me a lot of farmers are already doing this where they're like hey i'm gonna plant two rows of apple trees two rows of orange trees two rows of apple trees just because of how the roots inlay with each other i can't put the apple trees next to each other they'll compete one will die you know something like that I, they're already kind of doing things like that mm -hmm. and they've taken it you know, just like in the almanac, they they just took readings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They so, looked at the the water levels. Yeah. And they were like, oh, okay, every year it looks like the water's receding. It's it's the same thing, but instead of but in, we're 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 moving at such a rapid pace now that I mean I would say that Ed is upset that people aren't using more more of the data points. I I can tell you he's probably said data points. 15, 20 times already. So if you're not using your yeah. down the whole da data analytics, like. Because I mean, it's, it's the key. You're like, hurting yourself, yeah. It's, it's the key. When you start talking about, I want to be more efficient. Yeah, Ed loves his how, data. How good. can you be more efficient <laughs> a new world. without knowing what's going on? I mean, even the Farmer's Almanac was based off of cycles of the moon and things like that. There was some there was some data That's, that, yeah. that came from ye hundreds exactly. of years ago. Yep. You know, this data is yeah. not just random data. So when I say that, I'm saying, like, use the technology. Tie that technology into yeah. something that you can look at and you can see every year or every season that you plant something, you know, yeah. what's, what's working and what's not working. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, you know, it's you do it so rapidly now. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I kind of see that, you know, we're going to, this episode's kind of swinging more towards the farming side of the house. So we'll probably do more, you know, this will probably be on our, our farming side. We'll do the construction side as we'll, we'll, we'll do next time. Um, so, but the thing is, so now that kind of leads me to our, you know, you know, right to repair law at the end of all this. Um, but if you think about it, you also have, um, uh, the, um, the equipment out there right now, like your combines and stuff like that, that auto pick mm -hmm. all your, all your stuff. It, yes. it, it goes through. If you've seen the ones where they're driving through, it's picking up all the all, all the carrots. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. Bugs Bunny would be freaking really depressed in that damn field. No. Um, he's ain't gonna one, leave nothing. He's the one driving. Yeah, it's his field. Yeah. <laughs> they're his carrots. Or he's the rabbits you see running across <laughs> yeah, the field. Right. Running up, <laughs> um, but the thing is, if you think about it, that type of stuff. If you can make, if you have these, and they're all GPS controlled, because there's a GPS waypoint where the tires go on every single field these guys pull up to. They lower their gear and off they go. You know. And half the time, they're running on autopilot. They're using, like, airline traditional-style equipment in some of these newer combines 
with their AC control. They got satellite radio. They got, you know, GPS. They've got autopilot, self-steer. You know, the only thing they got to wait for is make sure the truck next to them that they're dumping it into, if they don't have a freaking, you know, you know a combiner, yeah. it's just, you know, there. And at that point, yep. you know, maintain speed with the dude next to you, and you go down the way eating a burrito. You know, <laughs> it's just, you know, a cup yeah. of coffee to breakfast burrito. By the time you're done with breakfast burrito, guess what you're done with? About half the lines and that. <laughs> then it's off to, you know, utilize what your neighbor made when you make a toilet paper. So, yeah, like I said, <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess when we're talking about right to repair... We, but the thing is, is that's that that's kind of the now the right to repair stuff. That is so. Is it is it the GPS related stuff? Well, right to repair. The right to repair lawsuits have gone back to the fact that John Deere themselves have locked down their equipment to the point where a individual cannot buy an OBD2 reader to fix their equipment. To fix the software on board their own machine. Oh, okay, I got you. So okay. it's the firmware. same thing they, that yeah. they locked the firmware. Well, well, the thing it's not just they that; it's Apple. all of it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's Apple's. It's like Apple's. Yeah, but that's, that's how Apple do what they do. Yeah. They, yeah. the hardware and 100%. firmware is locked. But yeah. the thing is, is oh, encrypted. Well, yeah. they got mad because there's people who have made um, applications that allow them to go in and tune their software. Because the thing is, is also like. The right, the right to repair law also goes to the right to modification. The fact that, you know, the uh, John Deere was telling owners, no, we own your equipment because it's our software. You pay for a license fee. I pay it one time when I bought my damn thing. That does not mean you <laughs> own my equipment. You know, let me adjust my adjust my settings. But, you, you know, know, so the thing is, is they got mad because somebody had a tablet that they could do this all for them. They got up in arms. They sued the people. Well, it got shot down in court and said, no, people do have the right to repair their equipment. And the only reason why, the only reason why this came about, and the only reason why it pisses me off to no end about this whole right to repair thing, and I'm a big John Deere fan, is the fact that, you know, you had farmers, you know, small town farmers who dump a year's worth of profit into this machine just going to make their life easier down the road. And now, to do one password reset or a couple other things, you're going to charge them an arm and a leg to fix the damn thing. And now i got to take time away from my field to drive that darn thing down the road to go get it fixed, and you won't come to me. Well, it's, it's simple for me. John Deere is the only traffic tractor in the world? No. But the thing is, they're all I, like they, that now. Caterpillar. No, no, they're not. They all like that if you go buy them new off the lot. Yeah. Mm. The, the problem is, is why do people go and build muscle cars from the 70s? I mean, nostalgia. It's, a, it's nostalgia, but what else? No computers. Or the power you get, mm-hmm. the design, the quality. You do not have to have a brand new 2023 20, tractor. Yeah. Go get you a tractor that doesn't have any of these things. And if you want to put technology on it, retrofit it with the technology you want to use that's open. Support open technology and let closed technology kill itself. Yeah, the thing is, is, well, with, is with that, I think that's kind of... the warranty. Yeah. No, no, what? Well, I mean, if, not, if you not, can't repair, you can't modify. No, no. If I use a tractor that does not have anything that's closed, so if I buy a tractor outside of whatever, there are people that buy old tractors all the time. Mm. Most small farmers do this. Yeah. 
I can add whatever sensor I want to my tractor and mm -hmm. add a tablet that mm -hmm. has open technology. I have a, a smartphone that has open mm -hmm. technology. Mm -hmm. All I'm saying is, is you utilize the technology with the old simple mm -hmm. is better. And then, you know, with that, with that, I hope there's companies out there offering that, that, that option because some of these guys cannot do it themselves. They don't have the time. I, I got it. But how many people can pick up a, a smartphone and with two or three clicks, they up and running? You telling me that there is, I, I get that there's an issue and I'm not trying to yeah. steer us away from the issue. What I'm saying is that sometimes when people say, I can't do this because of that, well, don't buy an iPhone. Buy the phone you want to unlock mm -hmm. it. Well, hey, this Samsung, it's got AT&T. Uh, there's ways to get around that. I think that that's it, it doesn't a matter. bit of a small view. Because, but like... It's the truth. You, I mean, it's, okay. It's, it's simple. So the if truth doesn't we, always we, sound We nice, talk yeah. about technology all the time. But now we're saying, well, hold the brakes. Let's let's fight this right here. Why the way to fight it is don't spend money on it. Oh, I agree with you. Uh, yes, yeah, absolutely. In a capitalist system, your votes are your dollar bills. Your dollar, you buy the thing. You you buy the thing for your kids. You you buy the thing for your family. Though every single dollar you spend is a vote to make that again, and a vote that you like exactly what they're doing. So and I'll make it even simpler than yeah. that. I agree. If you don't want a phone that's closed, don't buy an iPhone. Mm -hmm. If you want a phone that's open, buy something else. It's the, it's the fear. It's, it's the your fear. it's your choice. Yeah. Don't buy John Deere because hey, John Deere is the standard for farmers. Mm -hmm. It's not. The plow is the fucking standard for farm. Excuse me. <laughs> The plow now, is the standard. We get a little rowdy. <laughs> well, I'm saying no, because but, because the issue with, I, I guess my issue is is, it's not right what those companies yeah. are doing. No, absolutely. it doesn't help them. And I know there's supposed to be information coming to light here very very soon, because um, John Deere was last I heard, uh, John Deere was negating some of their older statements, because of the bad publicity. Because one good thing about you know, publicity is bad publicity works in the favor of the people who it's impacting. We all know this. You know, we see how this works. But, so, there could be a chance that that could be negated and they find a better way to support these guys, which would be nice. I'll, I'll take that. I mean, you you gotta know, figure out, if you, if you, you tell me that, something. hey, guess what? My, if my software is closed. However, you can buy a, a tablet that will help you troubleshoot the system on your own. And you can fix it yourself using our equipment yeah. from home. That's a 100% viable option. But that's what, what, what does Siemens do with their PG? Right, exactly. They've offered a, a device that works with their platform. You don't have to have it, Yeah. but they've made this device so it's readily compatible yeah. with their products. I think that's the best way around it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, right to repair, It's it should happen for everything. It, sh it this This licensing... Like we looked at another, a, like a filament maker, <laughs> licensed a color. You, you can't do that. Well, well yeah, you can. Don't yeah. buy that color. Well, listen, I'm gonna I, make I, the see, color. And I'm gonna wear it in front of you, and I'm gonna be like, no, there's a little bit of a hint right here. It's a little I, different now. I guess what me what I'm saying. See, that's that's you're talk. Now you're talking right. Yeah. Now, now it's you're not talking the same right. color. Huh? <laughs> no, I'm yeah, saying you're, you said okay. You've closed your system. Now I'm going to develop a system to compete with your system that costs 
a thousand times less than your system, works mm -hmm. better than your system, and guess what? I'll just buy an older model that you have that I know was dependable. Okay. I was and say, I would retrofit that older model. And here's the thing. If you didn't say that part, I'm waiting for the Ed built tractors. Come out. The thing is, it's like you, about it. you know, when it comes to the right to repair, the, the Con Ag are two completely separate freaking entities. Yeah. Agriculture is very closed loop system, you know, type of stuff like that. You know, your, your construction side of the house, very open. Very, very open. Yeah, Most of like the GPS control systems are all freaking, you know, retrofit systems, anyways. So it's a very open, it's two completely different paths. And the thing is, it's most of the time it's, very, it's two completely different paths by the same manufacturer, mm. which is asinine, but whatever. You know, it, it, it's just... It's competition. It, right, but it's competition within yourself, yeah. you know, at that point. You know, somebody so. got to be in competition. If yeah, yeah somebody, somebody's got to be losing that battle. Yeah, top of the hill, somebody's got to you you know, know, fight yeah. yourself. Well, I want to go back because I, I kind of stopped John a little bit. I, I think he, he had a point about the like you making your own tractors, the filaments. No, no, the, oh, okay. the, the the company trying to. What was I can't remember the company. I don't name. know, but they lost that one. They lost. They, 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 but, but I mean, yeah. but they tried. They tried so, to propri yeah. make it proprietary. Yeah, every time filament. you when you buy a filament, you'd have to. And we looked at this, and we actually looked it up because we didn't believe them. Yeah, we, we looked it up, and what was it? Fifteen bucks for the spool. Yeah. And then you had to pay fifteen dollar license fee to be able to use it. Annually. Anyway. <laughs> and we heard Andy I was like listen and so they you're lucky to annually get, then yeah, yeah. you're lucky to get 15 20 dollars out of me for one, one spool you're gonna yeah. ask me for more money I'm gonna tell you no nah, I'm okay Unless but, but I mean we get we get to the central point I mean we talk we want to talk about construction we want to talk about agriculture we want, we want to talk about technology but but you can't ex ignore the underlining like drive for a lot of companies is is they need to make the bottom line yeah. You need to make the bottom line, and, and these are, regrettably so, some of the worst ideas, I would say, <laughs> to, to hit that bottom line. Because you were right, you said it earlier, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt your, your base, and, and it's not going to bring people to you. You're, you're just losing your hemorrhaging people. people. You're, yeah, you're alienating people, and you're, you're, and you're, not, making your, like, you're not making it more available. Like to, to to Nick's point, it needs to be made more readily available. The a lot of the agriculture, like I, I watched a lot of the farmers, they did the things the same, mm -hmm. same process. It's different shaped field, whatever. They're doing the same thing. These people knew each other. They all go to the same church. I know, mm -hmm. you know, Skip, Matt, all these guys. Like I, I knew them first yeah. first name basis. So I get to see some of those things, and it's, it's. Why do I need to fix something that's not broke? Right. And I think that's a mentality that is I, I, I can I can see it, but if you were to show this farmer who every other week or every few months or whatever gets up and you know pays for like the fuel for the for the plane, gets in the biplane and you know sees the farm, right? You take that cost and you get a drone that can house that farm. And maybe you do. Maybe it takes an extra hour because it's a lot smaller of a container, or maybe it takes a couple a couple extra hours. But you probably saved money. You have to buy the seed anyways. Mm -hmm. you, you probably save money in the long run. And at the end of the day, the farmers need. They live and die by the harvest. Right. So if you the can yield. say the, the yield, yield is the, the yield. Yeah. So it it's it goes into that. If I if I can't have my tractor, then I have no yield. If I, if I have these low-tech things, then I can guarantee my yield. I think a lot of the hesitancy is what, in that, how, how, much, how many times does your laptop go, down, go bad? Or how many times do you lose a TV? Or, or how many times is something short-circuit? It's a little scary, but 
that's that's why I think not having a right to repair. Right. So absolutely. Absolutely. Three things, and I'm gonna turn it back over to Nick. So, top topic number one, I want to touch on what we were talking about with the drone. I think the reason the drone is a more economical solution than a a plane seating because a seating plane is not efficient. Mm-mm. The seats go wherever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with a drone, with the I don't have to fly a hundred foot in the air. Yeah. I can take that drone and see exactly where I want to see. Mm-hmm. Repeatably. You know, no no mm-hmm. question. The drone is way more efficient than than the no, uh, far as putting the seed where I need it. Mm-hmm. Right. If I'm trying to separate peppers from tomatoes and I don't want pepper seeds growing next to my tomatoes yeah. because that that's, that's an issue. Work that way, yeah. Cross pollination mm-hmm. then the drone is absolutely the best solution. Mm-hmm. Um and drones are very affordable. Yeah. Like I, I, I would say most people that do any type of agriculture are very uh, independent, mm-hmm. um, self-reliant people. So uh, I would even argue that they have kids that they can take that technology and, and entice those mm-hmm. kids 100%. to stay into the yeah. family business. It's a new age of farming. The, the, the second point that I, I would like to talk about is <clears throat> even though the Apple iPhone is a closed system, I can change any, just about hundreds of settings. Hundreds of settings I can mm-hmm. change. You're telling me that these idiots are that stupid that they will not allow people to change small settings or that they don't offer via satellite some type of way for if there's a problem, you do a firmware update and fix those problems. You have to bring it to them. No, like I said, yeah. these idiots. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Because you, it's, it's you who, whoever is the guy that's making a tactical decision is a tactical idiot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then and the last point I, w- I would like to say is sometimes a mixture of low-tech and high-tech, far as when we're talking about even on a large-scale farm, could probably yield much more. Because if I've had rovers, or like they're using the robots right now, that's a mixture of it's a low-tech mobility system with a high-tech robot attached to it. But I'm saying you can do things even, I can have rovers that go through my field and do certain things. They're rodents. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe I need to, you know, handle rodents in the field. They're, they're, they're birds that can be problems in fields. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of things that you can do with what I call low-tech. When I say low-tech, we mean not necessarily using a CPU, using a microcontroller, we're using um, small mini computers, we're using things like Arduinos. You know, we're using Raspberry Pis, Octopies. We're using those type of things to offset the cost of those technological mm-hmm. things. Mm. Okay, yeah. Because I definitely, I don't know about you, the MCUs and things like that, I think some of those can be a little bit more high-tech. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I don't yeah. know if you've seen. Arduino is now in full-blown PLC working industrial. Yeah. The thing is, is like, Amazing. and the thing is, that you look at, like, we were, talk, we were looking at the um, model rocket flying the other day. You know, something we might get into and something you might see on the YouTube channel every now and then, um, is you have Arduinos that are being used for uh, trajectory and stuff like that, you know, and they're open source systems. Arduinos are great. They're, they're, and they're, they're small, compact, light, and cheap. If you break one, so what? You know, take the next one, load it back up, stick it back on, restart, off you go. You know, the thing is, it's the greatest, you know, throwaway MCU you'll ever meet. You can, you can have an entire room of these things and just be hot swaps. 
Well, let me, let me ask you something. What is the most iconic, low-top, low-tech um, thing that's been used in a field for crops? I was just laughing because I was going to say breadboard. <laughs> that's low-tech. <laughs> scarecrow. Yeah, oh, yeah scarecrow. exactly. That makes sense, yeah. Low-tech. Like I said, a, a mixture of what Nick, Nick is talking about, a mixture of what you're talking about. Yes, it's people that are reluctant, but I imagine that person that's reluctant, that's paying all of this money and losing all this time where yield is what he has to have because people don't realize commercial farms are making good money, mm -hmm. but most people that are farming that's feeding the country, they're making just enough to get by. Right. Exactly. They're breaking even. Which I think, stay, I think that's just shit, mm -hmm. to be honest with you. And the thing is, is, I think that's a global issue at this point. And I think that, you know, if there is a way to make, you know, like open source farming applications, you know, it's it's one of those things that would benefit globally. And that's something that, you know, people, you know, eventually should look at. Because you have some of these farms in other countries that, you know, they're, they're dependent, you know, on certain things. You know, I'm not saying, you know, the farms out in China are doing too well. But, like, you got the farms in Germany, France, you know, in some of those areas. The cattle farms you got in some of these areas like Texas, um, you know, and also down in like um, uh, Brazil and other areas where you have these, you know, these, these farm areas that are in some outcroppings and you may not get to by foot, yeah. you know, California right. and, and Orlando yeah. or, or Florida it's, in general. It's I just, mean, you know, it's, it's different. And the thing is, is, you know, by this point, the technology needs to step in and say, hey, guess what? We're here to help. We're not here to hinder. And it's like when we were talking, you were talking about the rovers. Do you think about it? NASA's JPL builds what one rover every couple years um, to go fly to the moon. Um, some of them they last there a lot longer than others do. Mm -hmm. um, some go splat on impact. Some they stick around for fifteen years. Hello, curiosity. Um, but you know, and then you know now currently with Perseverance and a helicopter that should not have kept going. Ingenuity. Ingenuity. And guess what? It's still there. It's still flying. It's fine in harsh climates and anywhere else we'll ever see. But the, the first, thing, first air drone. Yeah, drone. Mm -hmm. yeah that's but, pretty impressive. And the thing is, if you think about it, you can you can build these 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 uh, machines to, like what you said, seed the um uh the, the field using a hundred percent microcontroller. Which, microcontrollers which, run the wheels and stuff like that. You put a GPS control on there and a big enough lithium ion battery. It'll run itself all day long. Oh. Somebody's gonna have to go outside, especially that. That's that's to help out like your right. elderly farmers, that are getting up in age that can't go out and do that stuff yeah. every day. And I would even argue that you may be use a combination of technology of solar cells yeah. to do some Keep recharging yeah. cycles on the battery when we're we're fixed. Yeah. We we're not. It's at the docking station, so to say. Right. That's how most of these. Uh, uh, robotic lawn mowers work. Mm -hmm. They go to a docking station and they stay there. Yeah. And some of them have these rechargeable bases that use solar. So you can use a combination of the lithium batteries or whatever new battery mm -hmm. technology that's coming. Uh, they have some salt ion batteries that, that they're working Absolutely. on. I've heard about those. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I think you, you're correct about that. They have the nuclear ion batteries, nothing to worry about again. Yeah. Well, Just to maybe satellites, of... how many satellites right now are currently yeah. being powered with that technology, which is not, it's not really new. Yeah. You think about it, you know, the, what, like, what was it, like, the, like, nuclear waste batteries that they want to mm -hmm. get? They're great and all. Radiation might get you. But, hey, you know, tomato, tomato. You know, but, hey, your battery will never run out. Right. You know, you just may never be able to reproduce again. But, tomato, tomato.
<laughs> and, 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 and here's here's one more thing to think about, guys, when we're talking about yeah, when, close. We, when we say construction. Why are we not supporting more small um, to medium scale businesses for this low cost or what I called uh, if you don't we don't say called low cost, what I call um, mid technology type mm-hmm. of uh, devices. Yeah, that's affordable. affordable. Like, I mean, the iPhone is relatively affordable compared to the first PC that was given to consumers. Yeah, that's true. And the thing is, is you know, the thing is that goes out to you know the other also, you know, the other small IT companies out there, stuff like that. Partner with some of your smaller farms, some of your smaller construction companies. Get in there with them, be their help. You know, give them give them new ideas what to look for. You know, build applications for these guys to get them out of the you know the Stone Age. But yet again, give them something that's going to help them on their daily basis. You know, and it's just one of those things. You know, make sure you know do something to keep their people safe. But you know, I I, I think we've kind of came to the end. Um, we keep talking. About uh, yeah, we we keep going on this one. So you know, the next one we're going to talk about is going to be construction. Um, you know, this this one will tie this stuff to the agriculture side of the house. So you know, I just want to say thank you. You know, we've you know definitely keep climbing more and more and more listeners and subscribers and stuff like that we can't thank y'all enough um and we promise we're going to be doing more stuff on the youtube here soon um you know we have a pretty cool show coming up in 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 may uh for the rapid tct event so you might see some stuff coming out of that that we're going to show um so you know stick around you know let's have some fun you know go subscribe to the youtube channel let us know what you think um let us know if you have any questions you know, stuff like that. You know, get 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 to us. Let us know what you got. You know where our show, socials are, the blogs, the stuff like that. Go take a look at that. Let us know what you think. You know, let us know if you have any questions or any other episode ideas. So, you know, I can't thank you all enough. You know, we, we, we wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you. And, you know, we're happy to, you know, have you all here with us. So I'm going to turn it over to the guys and uh, you all take it. Yeah, I'd just like to say I uh, appreciate you guys uh, tuning in and, uh, supporting the channel um glad to be back um <laughs> it's a rough couple of weeks <laughs> <laughs> my turn's next <laughs> oh boy <laughs> it's gonna be fun yeah karma's <laughs> up yeah but you know like i said I, I i would like to uh just you know say we appreciate everything you guys do um we would like to uh like i said in the future maybe do some um challenges or uh Maybe even do some type of uh, giveaway. Uh, we're working on that. We got to get all the gist together and make sure everything is, you know, uh, straight. But uh, we'll turn it over to John. Say we we'll appreciate everything. Yeah, guys. Uh, always, always echo these guys with what they're saying. It's always very appreciative. Honestly, um, it's, it's it's great to see people listening. Um, you know, if if you guys are interested or or, or want to add anything to or ha- want to like kind of direct any of our series, like. Please reach out. It's it's totally fine. We're looking for ideas. Uh, we'll always probably come up with something, but um, if, if it's something that's interesting to you guys, it's you know it's it's more important for us to cover it. To be honest, so um, reach out if you can. You got you got every every avenue you, you need um, to reach out. Um, at the end of the day, you can email us. <laughs> One of us will be able to look at it. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, very thankful, guys. Keep stay tuned. We've got a lot of stuff coming through. Um, we've got something coming up at the end of the well, beginning of May, end of this month. Um, you guys should stay tuned for a lot of content coming. So, uh, as always, we appreciate it, guys. All right, y'all. Have a good one.
Thank you for listening to the Tech at Lunch podcast, where we hope you learn something about tech during your break or during your lunchtime. If you did, please give us a follow to prevent missing future episodes. If you have any ideas or something you want to hear or learn about, please send us a show idea to podcast at vulcanora.com. Hope you have a good rest of the day and continue learning.